Okay, we're in. We're now on episode six. When do we call it a season? Oh yeah, when do we cut it off? When do we cut it off and start season two? Well, in the, I feel like the UK, it's anywhere between like six to eight. Yeah, I, I was going to say eight. Okay, so wow, guys, episode six. Woo. We've come so far. Um, okay, so I've actually been organised this time. I've written down everything that we're going to go through. So we might as well start with our I've had it. Shall I go first or Ellie, Harry? Okay, Ellie clearly needs to think. My I've had it with for this week is I've had it with the fact that I need to fake tan constantly. And if I don't fake tan, I look like death. Like when I jumped on this Zoom call, it was fine. I had the light off. I've just turned the light on and it reminded me of my I've had it because I'm so pale and my hair is like dark. I look ill. So that's my I've had it. And also... I love fake tanning. Like, once you fake tan, you feel better, you look better, you look more alive. But the whole process of fake tanning, like, you have to get cold to put it on because, like, you're basically half naked putting it on. It's sticky for a period. If you've got fresh white sheets, they're going to get ruined and they have to go in the wash. I've had it. I have a question. Yeah. Is it true that after you fake tan, you smell of biscuits? <laughs> I think it depends what fake tan you have, but nine times out of ten, yeah. Although, people say biscuits, but I don't get a biscuit vibe. I get tropical. Do you, yeah, I get like... I don't even know what it is, but you don't smell nice. <laughs> <laughs> it just smells like fake product, basically, all over your body. I would say biscuit smells nice, but if it's not the kind of biscuits you want, then yeah, maybe not. Yeah, it's not that. Can I let you in on a secret? Yeah. When I was younger, all the same time i didn't do any of these things but i wanted to have i want well no i had braces and i loved that i had train track braces which now looking back i don't understand why i was enjoying that but i wanted to dye the tips of my hair just the tips of my hair blonde i wanted to fake tan myself and i wanted to have an earring all at the same time as that having braces can you imagine what i would have looked like at least you owned it and you actually like loved the fact that you had train tracks most people hated the fact they had train tracks yeah, yeah. that's why we've got invisalign now because the people are like no i'm not doing that that's self-confidence to the next level i love that for you mm, is it self-confidence or is it delusion <laughs> <laughs> i remember the um blonde tips at the end of hair with guys yeah such a phase oh, all the rage you're gonna see me with blonde tips next week next week now well they do say the trends come back around don't they like all the fashion from when we were at school has now come back around like the mini yeah. skirts do you remember when even chokers came back in for a really brief period like very gen z i would would not wear that again but like they were coming back you know what i can't co-sign is the low-rise jeans like no oh, yeah like no it's giving Kira Knightley from love actually yes yeah it's not yes. it's just not like body appropriate at all. put a beret on and then you literally are Kira Knightley from love actually oh, I thought it was I good to Kira bring Knightley those back. back like I'm just I'm the self-comp like there is no self-confidence with that yeah. do you remember do you remember when carrying not for guys but for girls carrying a Jane Norman bag to school was like <laughs> oh my god yes I used to be so upset because my my mum never got me the um, 
my mum never got me the Jane Norman bag that everyone had. It was like pink glittery on it. Um, and I was fuming for ages. I got it like after everyone had already moved on. I was like... <laughs> you were late to the party. Yeah. My, mine was um, Paul's Boutique bags. Oh my God, yes. With all the, like the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, the bright coloured ones, like bright pink one. I have bright pink one of those. They actually came back again like five, six years ago, but they redesigned it to make it look like more modern. And did you see that they came back with like the velour tracksuits? What, the Juicy Couture ones? Yeah. I would have actually worn that, I can't lie. <laughs> Ellie's, Ellie's like just covering up her, her tracksuit in the background as we speak. Yeah. Also, Courtney wears them too. <laughs> yeah, of. That, a velour tracksuit, especially a pink one, just reminds me of... um. Regina George's mom and Mean Girls. Mm. I can't wait to go and see that new movie as well. I wonder if it's going to be a flop. It's a musical, apparently. Why? I was about to say, Ellie's not going to like it because it's a musical. They just break out into song. I actually didn't know it was a musical until the other day. I'm not against it, though. I ruined a good thing. Well, I watched a video which was of, like, people sat in the cinema um, and then all of a sudden it just kind of breaks away into a song and nobody in the cinema realised it was going to be a musical and just like the groans, the sighs, the boos, all from the audience when they realised that I think Ellie was in that audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the left. But I also think that they would, maybe they'd done it because they knew they would never compete with the original Mean Girls if they did it like the same. I just thought it was going to be like um, all of the original Mean Girls were then the mums of the new Mean Girls. That's what I thought was happening, but I don't know. I'm going to go and see it, though, so I'll let you know. Yeah, well, I'm not going to watch it, so... Yeah, let us, let us know how that goes. I'll let you know. Um, okay, Ellie or Harry, what's your I've had it? Okay, so so it's a bit broad, but um, I've had it with being a working mum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, di- divulge some more. It's a deep dive. We love it. Purely because I'm I'm going to go about childcare, the cost. Like, you work 40 hours a week for what? To send your children to school, like, and you don't, you're barely better off. So that's what I'm, I'm, I've had it this week with uh, being a working mum because my child payment is due next week and I don't want to do it. That's fair enough. When does the whole um, three hours kick in? Um, So... Obviously, three-year-olds get it, like, as a standard. You get 30 hours. And then they've started the new one this year. So um, two-year-olds get 15. And then towards the end of the year, they start with um, one-year-olds and nine-month-olds to have 15 hours. But uh, the way a lot of nurseries do it, so, for example, the one that um, mine's going to go to, is even if they're not there, so they open at... I think it's like 7.30 till 6.30. Um, and no matter what, like if you if they're in a full day, like eight till five, you're charged from 7.30 till 6.30. So even though you get 30 hours, it's it gets eaten up so quickly. So you end up paying a lot more anyway. So if you wanted to drop your child like 11 till four, you'd then still pay for the full day. Yeah, so you either do full day or half day on and whatever their full day or half day is. 7.30 is early. 7.30 till 6.30 is quite long for a child. Yeah. It is quite long, but, you know, my I'm so about, like, getting my money's worth of things that as much as I would love my kids, I feel like I'd be like, no, I've just got to drop them off when the door's open because it's, really, <laughs> it's being paid for. Harry would be outside the door at 6.30am like, I'm waiting. 
But Joe's like dead set again, like not, he would be like, no, I'm not leaving them there till 6.30. Yeah, that's long, that is long. But yeah, and then also with the 30 hours, it only covers term time. So if you want them to go throughout the year, you then it's not 30 hours you get a, a, a week. Do nurseries even have term time? Like what, they have summer holidays and Christmas holidays and stuff? Yeah, but they're still open, but you, the government don't fund that. So then you would have to use all of your annual leave for their term times. All of our, our habits could be with the government, to be honest, but we'd be here all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I've had it with. I've had it with just childcare costs and being a working mum this week. Can I just have another I had it when we were on the government thing, right? Because yeah. before we go into like a whole politics podcast, but I've had it, and this doesn't actually affect me, but it just annoys me. Have you seen that they're introducing the tax on like vintage Etsy sellers, things like yeah. that? So it's like anyone that is struggling with the cost of living crisis and their normal job, they're like, right, I'm going to start my own business, be some, be entrepreneurial, um, get some more money coming in and like help me live my life. And then the government just find a way to shut that down as well. Like any tiny bit, it's like money grabbing everywhere. And then, sorry, just to add on this... I um, obviously, I haven't said it on here yet, but I'm moving to Canada at the end of the year. And my partner was looking into like getting cars and stuff out there. And he rang me. He was like, did you know that MOT is like only done in the UK? Canada, they don't even have an MOT service. Like your car is your prior, is your um, personal responsibility. So if you, something's like not working or if you feel like it needs to go into service, like that's on you to book it in. But the government don't like find a way or companies don't find a way to, to, basically make you pay for an MOT for no reason. Like, my car wouldn't... I've had it for years, but it wouldn't need to go to for an MOT. It wouldn't... I need, wouldn't need to spend additional money. I just feel like it's money like, all the time, constantly trying to find ways to grab money from us. Yeah. But also the fact that they're banning um, teenagers doing, like, Bitcoin and trading. <laughs> because there's... He, they said that there's too many young millionaires... Oh my god! This is the thing. They don't want us to win in this country. They want us to fail. I swear to God, they want us all to like, to to struggle for what? And that be my I had it since since we're talking about the government. That's the thing that I hate. So obviously, I I have like more than one job because I work in the NHS still, which I love, and then also work in uh, with Simply Clinics. But if you have a second income that gets automatically taxed. I think it's something like 50% or something like that tax. So it doesn't matter what you're earning in, say, in, like job number one, job number two will be taxed. I'd have to check exactly what percent, but it's like a really high percent. And I just kind of think to myself, surely that means that the government are trying to punish someone trying to do well and work hard. So you get a second job and you have to pay more for it. And and then they wonder why people are struggling so much and then like getting, yeah, second jobs, third jobs, like just trying to keep afloat it's absolutely ridiculous i think they just want us to be have to rely on them for everything they don't so is now a good time for me to announce our special guest for next week so we've got rishi sunak coming on next week <laughs> so send in all your questions we'd have enough questions for everyone <laughs> uh, this is like this is why i just don't watch the news like my mum my mum says that i'm being um what's the word ignorant um, but I just don't want to watch it because I don't think that's ignorance at all, and that actually is one of the reasons why we um wanted to move because when we're in Canada, they don't have like they obviously have newspapers and media outlets on the news and stuff, but they like in this country we have such a big focus on the media and like 
depressing news every single day like it's when you wake up it's on your phone it's in the news it's on your newspaper like around the tubes and all of this they don't focus that on that at all the locals we met out there they were like we don't even read newspapers they're just and they're so much happier Mm. because it's just shoved in our face all the time yeah no i don't literally watch any of it don't care. <laughs> I actually only have Netflix and stuff, really. Like, I only have, like, those platforms. So I don't actually watch normal yeah. TV. Yeah, I'm the same. Anyway, we've rambled loud. I love us getting a bit political. Love that. I know. So many layers to oh, us. <laughs> okay, moving on. Treatment of the week. Ellie. Yeah, but I haven't really had anything this week. Okay, well... Apart from okay. cavitation. Well, yours can be cavitation then, though. No? I've done it already. Okay, I'll go first The treatment of the week. My treatment of the week is um, laser. Um, I had my laser done when I first joined the clinic, so one, two, three, like, over four years ago. And I swear to God, and this is, like... You know, at different parts of your body, hair grows quicker. So I don't know what this is, but I always used to, like, have, obviously have hair on the mouth, but I never when i say never i never get hair on the round bits and if i do it's like one or two so that's mine and that's from four years ago four years ago oh my god that's amazing so you you had it last time four years ago or you've been doing it for four years no i had it i had a course four years ago and i've never ever had to laser my armpit since really that's insane you're one of the few i know it's not the same for like my legs and stuff um but then even when the hair does grow back it's so fine like i don't it's not it's not like I need it lasered again. I would probably would have a few maintenance sessions again. But yeah, my armpit's so good. I love that. If you think about like the cost of laser versus that many years of buying like razors and hair removal creams and whatever else you're going to use, surely it must like work out, right? Oh, yeah. so much cheaper. Yeah. And it used to like worry me because I'd go to gym and stuff like that, you know, if you'd forget and then you're like doing an exercise and like, oh God, I've got a hairy armpit. And now I just never have to worry. It's great. Not anymore. Exactly. Just one solitary hair underneath the armpit. <laughs> <laughs> one rogue hair. Who's next? Um, I don't think I've mentioned this before. So my treatment of the week, and I'm going to say this because I actually had this treatment this morning, um, <clears throat> is an Abaji blue pill. I love Abaji blue pill. Yeah, so chemical pill. Um, the reason I wanted to get it is because I just think... Uh, I was recommended it to help with like breakouts of spots, which I'm quite lucky. I don't normally get that many. But when, you know, everyone just kind of goes through points where you just start to get like a flare up and you're thinking, how are so many? Like I've got so many at the same time. Um, So yeah, I was recommended to do that. And it's incredible like how much it can just from that one peel, how much it can just dry out the spots. And then they just go so much quicker. I love it. And do you know my favourite thing about it is when when it's i don't know how to best describe it that kind of tingling feeling you get when the peel is on because that in my head i then feel like oh something's working something's happening i don't know if that's just me no i agree i think with the peel as well so many people are scared of it because they sound the words chemical peel if you haven't had it before it can be quite daunting but it's just you don't like i've never actually physically peeled when i've had that i guess because depends what um strength it is right ellie but yeah, your skin is always so glowy after as well. Usually, like, if you have a lot of um, active acne, you kind of peel quite a bit. Um, but it's just, like, dryness, like, flakiness, um, the Abaji one. It's not, like, nothing, like, you know, um, you can get green pills and stuff like that where you look crazy. The Abaji blue pills not like that. Sadaf will be able to confirm that when I had my pill this morning, I fell asleep. 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> but then she did, she made such a nice environment. She was just like, you know, once she'd done like, I think we did three layers today, which she was saying was a bit more than what we'd done before. Um, and she was like, okay, that's going to stay on for like 10 minutes or however long. And she said, I'm just going to step outside the room. I'm going to turn the lights off. There was like the music on. She covered me over with like a towel. And I just couldn't help but thought it was so relaxing. Um, I know what I'm going to say my treatment of the week is now. Microdermabrasion with a chemical pill. Have you had it this week? Yeah. How was it? Why did you have it? Um, <clears throat> so during the winter times, your skin can get a little dry. Um, so the microdermabrasion um basically just removes the first layer of dead skin so whatever treatment you then do on top is more effective so i had a bit of flakiness so i had the microdermabrasion and then we use the mandelic pill on top of which is also an antibacterial pill and that just helps the pill penetrate new skin so that's why i had it because you're not going to peel, you're definitely not going to peel with this one um so there's not not really any downtime um, compared to the Avagi Blue Radiance, you might have a little bit of downtime. Um, so that's why I had it. Love it. The doctor's room. So, doctor's room, we have had a couple of um, messages about... We have had a couple of questions, um, but I think one more applies to Ellie and one applies to you as well, Harry. So, I'll start with Harry's, and then, Ellie, I can read you one of the questions that we got on Instagram, which I think is more applied to you. So, hi, Dr. Harry. I'm concerned about my neck. I know I spend a lot of time looking down on my phone, but the... Oh, but the wrinkles are becoming more apparent. What can I do? I'm guessing she's meaning when she's like texting and you like looking down. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, I read a term today um, that's called uh, Snapchat dysmorphia. Have you ever heard of that? Is it the filters? Yeah. And so it's all those kind of things. And it just kind of got me thinking about all of these things, like what our phones actually do to us in terms of like all those filters and how it changes like our perception. But this is another really common thing that you've just said about people saying, oh, I've started to notice this thing. And it's when I'm like either leaning over my laptop on like a, my, like a Teams call or leaning over their phone. So I think it's really changing like the angle at which we look at ourselves. It's like during it's really COVID. Soon there was that whole like zoom thing where everyone was getting so stressed about looking at themselves all the time on zoom was making them realize what they wanted to change about themselves and it was yeah not good yeah um okay so i guess so we're gonna talk about kind of what are the options for treatment of like the the lines and skin texture on the neck yeah um okay so what i would say is so first of all, in terms of using things like Botox, this is actually a little bit of a tricky area to treat only because a lot of the lines that come from your neck will come from that sort of movement of just generally your head and neck all together. So, you know, Botox in that area won't necessarily for that reason kind of get rid of some of those lines. However, there is a really nice treatment that can be done called the Nefertiti Neck Lift, which I'm not sure if um, many people will have heard of. But essentially, there's so many muscles that run up and down your neck and kind of connect to the, the bottom of your, your jaw and your chin that just kind of pull on the skin in, in that area. And that's what can lead to lots of those, they're called platysmal bands, but you might have seen it before, those kind of lines that kind of come down people's necks. Um, and actually, yeah, it's a really nice treatment. We can just use um, Botox along those lines on the necks just to soften the muscles and actually reduce like the kind of intensity of the lines on the neck. So you get, it kind of gives that sort of uh, slimming appearance to the neck sometimes as well, which is really nice. That's why it's kind of named Nefertiti Neck Lift because it's, you know, to give you a neck 
that looks similar to Queen Nefertiti. So, so that's one one approach. Um, but I, I actually think skin texture is a big thing not to be sort of missed, really. So um, we can use Profilo. We use Profilo on the face, but we can actually also use Profilo on the body and on the neck as well. Um, and it just works in the exact same way. It's essentially like a really intense, uh, like deep moisturization of the skin. So any of that kind of crepiness that you're getting, actually injecting that hyaluronic acid, the moisture into the skin can really reduce the those kind of fine lines, wrinkles on the neck. And it gives a really nice result, actually, just the same as it does on the face. And I guess you could have mic needling as well over those lines as well, because they already do yeah. it in the mic needling. But you'd want that after you've had the Botox and Profiler though, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think and because that's kind of like to me, that's like a bit of a like a treatment plan to 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 go on. You know, you've had your Botox, let that settle in. You know, you do your Profilo, but then you're you're exactly right, Laurie. Like the using the microneedling is um it's just so good for skin texture. I mean, Ellie will be able to say a bit more about um, what that does for the neck. <laughs> Call me off guard there. Um, well, no, the only reason that I would say it would be if you are going to do microneedling um, for you know particular lines or wrinkles and botox you would always have the botox first let it sort of um paralyze the would you say paralyze the muscle slightly well i guess it kind of in a way is is paralyzing yeah but um a softer approach you would wait for that and then you would do the microneedling on top of um because you can then really work on the line because you're not going to then you know go home and then create those same lines after um and that's just going to help like obviously microneedling helps to um improve your um cell cycle renewal um and promote collagen elasticity in the area so if you were to do that treatment plan you'd have your botox profiler and then microneedling at the end okay and the next question was literally just what do i do about dry skin so obviously she's feeling that winter that winter season has hit her skin hard like it has the majority of us kind of i guess it kind of depends like because there's different types of dryness so obviously um harry would probably recommend profilo um because then you can help to hydrate but like underneath like first but then if she's talking about skin treatment you also want to look at products so making sure you're using hyaluronic acid um good good hide like hydrate your skin at home as well and then any treatment you do you could do a hydrofacial um because you're going to be removing the uh, dead skin on top of infusing the skin with different serums hydrating ingredients <laughs> i would probably go more of the hydrofacial route um then microneedling and things like that it just it depends on the level of dryness like if you're really severely dry then you're not really going to be able to have any um, facial. Uh, so you might need to think about your products and then having a consultation with the doctor or just having a consultation in general. But um, yeah, it just depends on the level of dryness. So if she was really, really dry, like eczema dry, you'd say target it at home first with products, get hydrating serum like hyaluronic acid, a really good hydrating, nourishing um, moisturiser like the Abaji one. I mean, Abaji, Abaji Hydrate is known to also help with um, treating, uh, hydrating clients' skin that have eczema, that suffer with eczema. Um, you can't actually do any skin treatments with someone with active eczema on their face. So they would need to sort of uh, do home care first and then have their skin settle down and then come in for a consultation. Um because anything abrasive on top of that is actually going to damage the skin barrier. Yeah, I guess dryness is about 
repairing it right is there a difference and i think there is but maybe you can just briefly explain between dry skin and dehydrated skin i mean you can tell when someone's skin is dehydrated because you can like as a as a therapist you can you you can do this thing where you stretch the skin um and then you can see if it's dehydrated is that like based off like whether it like pings back and like the plumpness and yeah yeah and you can yeah you can see like a lot of crepiness as well um but then obviously dry skin you can it's on the surface like you can see that it's dry right okay yeah that makes sense anything else to add on that uh harry um i just wanted to actually back up that thing about abaji hydrate i use abaji hydrate myself and i absolutely love it and then i got my mum using it and in my mum's own words she says she could never use any other moisturizer ever again that's what my mum says as well and she's always like make sure you get me one from the clinic i always forget and she's fuming my mum's actually taken things a bit further has gone a bit more bougie with it so she's the abaji hydrate Lux. Oh. Yeah. Well, has she yeah. tried the hydro drops? No. Oh my god, no. They oh are god, no. bougie. Are they the yellow ones? Yeah, I love them. I love that. I love it. Oh. Okay, I know what I'm getting my mum for her birthday. It's like um, so it, it kind of looks like so it comes in a glass um bottle, so that's where the bougie-ness comes from. Um, and then it's got uh serums, like so clear serum, and then you've got like these tiny little gold um I like look, look like little bubbles, but they're they're infused with something, um, and yeah, you use a pipette, and it's like a glass pipette with like these little gold bubbles in it. So cool! I love it. It's one of my that's one of my favorite ones. A little bit scared to get my mom started on that as well, then because then that might start to become expensive. But we'll see. Yeah, that one is a bit expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just keep her on the Avaji Hydrate for now. <laughs> yeah, Hydrate Lux. Don't forget. Hydrate Lux. So sorry. <laughs> my mom needs to step up. <laughs> Okay, well, great. Episode five. Oh, no, sorry, six. Done and dusted. Anything else you guys want to add or talk about? I'm just so glad that we've started to get political. I wonder um, to, like, what extent can we take the politics? Because <laughs> at what point do you start affecting the business? No, Laurie's like, do you know what? I'm leaving the country anyway. I'm going to cut and run. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. How is that going to work, by the way? What's the time difference? Like how many hours? Eight. So when are we going to be doing this? the pod? 8am. My time. 7am. It'll be 7... 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So what would yeah. that That'll be... 3p... It'll be... We'll do it like 3 or 4pm your time. Same as. Okay, fine. I don't think... I'm I'm in... Um... I'm in Shepherd's Bush till 7. I don't think Ellie minds doing a potty at 7pm when I finish, does she? Oh. That... That's a no. <laughs> Anything to get away from her kids, to be fair. <laughs> Sorry, Joe, I've got to go. I'm working. I can't cook dinner tonight or be a mum. <laughs> <laughs> Second thought. Actually, yeah, let's book it for seven, please. I don't have to do bedtime either. <laughs> Works better for me. No, it's when I actually have to start going to these places. It's really annoying. Um, anything else you guys want to add to episode six or are we leaving it there parking the bus parking that bus okay well maybe next week we'll have dr yusuf on who knows someone told me that he's going on holiday what Where is he going? can we zoom in Hear that he'll oh, be on a dnd that that two weeks <laughs> <laughs> okay well um we'll get yusuf on at some point um i actually did manage to track him down and do some um social content with him it was hilarious. I could not stop laughing. Every time he went to speak, I just cracked up. And he was like, stop laughing at me. It was very, very funny. <laughs> oh, you need yeah, to laugh. use those outtakes because they are so funny. Yeah, they are. They're just... There's just something yeah. about Yusuf trying to be serious. It just... 
Um, okay, well, well, see you next week, guys. Thanks for tuning Good in. Good chats, guys. <laughs> Bye. Good chats. Bye. Good chats. Bye. Bye. Okay, I'm going to stop recording. Bye. <laughs>